Hey, hey, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. So today we're going to talk about three, actually probably about 10 examples of finding arbitrage to start a fund. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it with no investors and without an Ivy League degree? This podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Boom, people, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. So today we're going to talk about arbitrage and three, actually, I'm probably going to give you about 10 examples, but I'm going to go through three specific examples of arbitrage that I think are crucial to every fund manager. So I get this question a lot. Today, I got a DM from somebody, Bridger, I've got some money. I've got some investors lined up. I just don't know what to invest in. And I typically stay out of, you know, telling you what to invest in, where you should look. I'm going to teach you more about fund management and how to raise money. But I thought this episode would be fun to give you ideas of different funds and different models that have found arbitrage in the markets and exploited it and built huge funds around this. So diving this episode is going to be a fun episode. A lot of examples, a lot of fun things. Um, let me know your thoughts on Instagram after. I'd love to hear it. So first off, what is arbitrage? So arbitrage is the most basic form. Arbitrage, arbitrage. And if you guys have watched The Office, like Michael says, entourage about the TV show. So I always say arbitrage. Um, I, think it's, I just love that episode. And if you guys watch The Office, that's great. If not, you don't know what I'm talking about at all. But arbitrage is trading and buying something in one market and then selling it in another market and making the spread. So a simple example, a lot of young people have been doing this lately is drop shipping. So drop shipping, what you're doing is buying stuff in China or not even buying it yet, but finding good deals in China on Alibaba, AliExpress, selling them on Amazon or on Instagram for a higher ticket price. And then you put in their address and right as they buy it, instantly buys from AliExpress and sends that sends it directly to their door. You don't have any inventory, don't have any overhead. You literally, once it checks out on your account in America, you have a, a little bot that goes over and buys it on AliExpress and punches in your client's address and sends it directly to their door. Arbitrage, right? You're buying something in one market that's cheaper and selling it in another market and making the spread, making the difference. We do this all at Costco, right? We shop at Costco because we can buy in bulk. The sum of all parts together makes it cheaper and so we can take, you know, we buy a, a ton of, you know, soda candy bars at Costco for really cheap. We can take them to a ski resort. I was at Jackson Hole a couple weeks ago. It was like $4 for uh, like a cliff bar. I was like, are you serious? Like, <laughs> I was like, you want to, you want a soda? Eight bucks. I was like, holy crap. You know, I could go to Costco, but I'm not at Costco, right? I'm in a different market. I'm in a ski resort and this is what I have to buy. We see this at airports as well. So now there's another thing too. If it's sometimes it's, it's, um, the sum of all the parts makes it more expensive and some of the parts makes it less expensive. So a few more examples, like if I had a guy I just met, he is buying um, small businesses. I'm not gonna tell you the industry. He didn't want me to, to share this with you guys, but he's smiling, buying small businesses in a specific industry, super small. And he is, he's getting like, he's gonna get like 500 or 600 of these businesses in a portfolio, bring them together and sell them at market price. Because when you buy a, this small business at market price, it's like, I think it's like 6X EBITDA. He can sell it in the public markets for around 12 EBITDA if it's a certain size. So he's just grabbing up all these small businesses. He's contacting all small business owners of this one industry. 
he's buying all these property or not properties, but all these businesses together in one portfolio, and then he can sell it on the public markets to a big buyer that wants to buy a portfolio of companies that are running well. Now the opposite happens too, right? You can have um, a real estate company buys a portfolio of real estate assets and because they're grouped together and it saves a lot of money on transaction costs, it's just one big deal, you can usually buy them on a discount, kind of like the Costco model, right? If you buy in bulk, you get a discount. That happens all the time with massive real estate funds. Um, Blackstone just did a, a huge deal where they bought, I think it was 20, it's like t- around $20 billion of property, but they got them all at like, I don't know, 85% of the actual market value. That's arbitrage, right? And then they turn around, they just split them up and they sell them all separately and make money. So I want to dive in. That gives your, get your head spinning on different arbitrage, um, arbitrage, different arbitrage examples of what you can do in your fund. Entire funds are built off of finding one simple arbitrage. So here's a great example of arbitrage um, opportunity in trading in stocks. So TD Bank, TD trades on the Toronto Stock Exchange and also the New York Stock Exchange. So let's say today TD is trading for $63.50 on Toronto Stock Exchange, but it's at the same time trading for $47 on the US Stock Exchange, right? And let's say the exchange rate is $1.35. So for on the US Stock Exchange, it's trading for $47. That should equal $64.39 on the Toronto um, exchange rate, but it's only, it's only trading right now for 63.50. So it's about a dollar cheaper on the Toronto market than it is on the New York market. When you adjust the Canadian dollar versus the U S dollar. So clearly there's an opportunity for arbitrage here, given the exchange rate is potentially off or it's just priced differently because there's different buyers on the Toronto market. It's just, I don't, I don't know why, right. But there's that, there's a difference in price where you could buy or short that stock in, in either market and, and, um, calculate that rate. So that's a clearly an arbitrage opportunity in the stock market. Um, a fantastic example of this, that a a real fund is a real life example was called long-term capital management. And they're famous first off for finding an amazing, amazing arbitrage, but then also for crashing. And I'll tell you that whole story right here. So long-term capital management, they started in 1994, raised a billion dollars for their fund, this trading idea. And this is all they did. Their whole strategy was based on the idea that the 30 year treasury bonds were overbought compared to the 29.75 year treasury bonds. So two bonds, you have the 30 year treasury bonds and the 29.75 year treasury bonds. Both, if you discount them down to today are worth about the same. However, in historically, the 30-year treasury bond was always priced higher than the 29.75-year treasury bonds because, and they they said it was just more popular, more people knew it. It was just had more volume and more liquidity. So people would trade the 30-year over the 29.75. So this whole fund, all they did was they would go long on the 29.75 and short the 30-year treasury bond, and they were crushing it. This fund was, was doing amazing. However, uh, this arbitrage came to a screeching halt when Russia defaulted on their bonds. And it sent a ton of traders out of the, the Russian markets on that Russian, the, I don't know which bond it was, but they defaulted on, I think, a lot of their bonds. And people rushed into the US markets and bought the 30-year treasury bond for something safe. And they overbought it and they uh, couldn't cover their short 
on it and um, it, it wiped out their entire fund. So arbitrages don't last forever. That's why I'm telling you that example is it doesn't last forever. However, you can find simple arbitrages and it worked for them for four straight years. They were crushing it. Um, now something crazy happens, right? Russia defaults on their bonds and it, you know, anything can happen. Um, same thing with any types of these arbitrage, a lot of drop shippers, that's an arbitrage, right? That could change overnight, right? With, you have a trade war going on. I mean, that could change overnight and those companies are out of business, but they made a lot of money in between when they first started. And now, um, another great example. So example number three is a debt arbitrage. So this is my, more my industry. I do a lot of, I run a debt fund right now. We issue a lot of money, do loans. Um, we can borrow money or some of my partners can borrow money from the bank at 5%. And we can lend it out to people at seven, eight, 9%. So we're making a two, three, 4% spread on that money. We are, we are able to get money at a cheaper rate from a different market and come to our market and say, Hey, we got money for 8% or 9% or 10%, right? And we make the spread on that money. Um, it's a fantastic debt arbitrage. You see banks do this all the time. Banks borrow from the fed at like two and a half percent. They lend it out on a mortgage at like three and a half, um, or to people like me, um, to other funds. And then those funds will lend it out at like 5%. And then those funds will lend it out at 8%. I mean, it's like, and everybody's making this spread in between this huge arbitrage and they're not making 2% IRRs. They're making 16 to 20% IRRs on that spread because they can apply leverage. If you listen to one of our previous episodes about, leveraging your IRR with, you know, a, like for instance, a bank line of credit is a huge arbitrage that you can find in a market. Um, so anyways, this is a, a quick episode. I, I went fast, but I wanted to give you a bunch of examples on arbitrage, um, to get your, the wheels spinning in your head. Where can you find arbitrage? And that's kind of what I want to close on is how can I find this, right? How can I find arbitrage in my industry? To be honest, I can't answer that for you. I can give you ideas. I can help you out, but now keep your eyes open for areas and places that you can buy things in one market and take them to another market and sell them at a different price. And you can do it instantaneously. Like a lot of traders will do it very fast. You can do it like a real estate broker where you buy um, portfolios and then you break them up. Um, Other guy, Matt, he's buying companies, bring them together into a portfolio. And it's worth the sum of all the parts together is worth more than the single parts individually because he's going through the work of bringing it together. A fantastic arbitrage um, there. Anyways, love you guys. Let me know if you have any questions. Um, Reach out to me on Instagram and I'll answer you there. See ya, bye. Hey guys, wasn't that awesome? Hey, if you wanna learn more about funds, how to get going, how to get started, we did something cool. I put together what I call a mini vault and we've recorded a ton of training videos and resources to help you launch a fund. In addition to that, I gave you my favorite pitch deck that I used for a fund previously. I also give you a step-by-step guide of how to go through and launch your fund. Additionally, you once you get into our mini vault group, you are put into our private Facebook group and guess what? I go live in there once a week to answer your questions specifically about the fund and you get to interact with other fund managers from around the country and around the world. So if you're interested, go to www.investmentfundsecrets.com. You can hop in and join the group, join the private members group, get the resources, download the PDFs, and I would love to see you in there. Love you guys. Peace.